Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the show. So glad you guys are here. Morning, studio. Morning. All right, it's time for an update. You ready? Bobby Bones Show. Update. On yesterday's show, at the same time, Amy and Lunchbox got into a little tiff because Lunchbox thinks he's going to be the A segment on the HGTV show. The, 100%. Yeah. Amy thinks she's going to be the A segment on the HGTV show, Building Roots. It's her sister's show. You guys fought about it. Yeah, but we know that the producers like me more than Amy, and they said my project's bigger. Amy's no chance for an A. Why do you go so hard? No, I'm just, I'm not, I'm stating facts. There's, what do you it's think, not Amy? going hard. Well, I have no idea. I know my project isn't big enough, but I feel like because it's my sister, we'll have other content. Yes, the sister on the show. I think that makes sense. You can get any project, but can you get a sister? No, I think that's a big deal. So they're arguing about it. Well, the update is someone's come to me and said they also want to be in the mix for the show. Oh, oh here we go. Well, they need to apply ASAP. Okay. Who is Eddie? it? Guys, listen, oh, stop I it. don't want A or B because I, honestly, my project's not big enough. But I got a text yesterday from my wife said there's a, a hole in our roof and it needs to be fixed. So I said, ah, perfect timing. They're casting for the show. Dude, if they can get Amy, Lunchbox and me and do work, work on our houses, that's a show. We should just hire somebody to do our whole show's house and do our own show then. But, Come on. Oh. The Vibe Show lives in crappy houses. Watch it tonight. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> No, but I mean, also, like, it's stop. a design show, so, well, like, they don't, it's not just, like, patching holes. But they can put a cool little ornament on the hole. Are you jealous 
that they're getting involved in this. Yeah, did you get up there and cut a hole in your roof? No, no, that would be hilarious. He's up there with a sock. This has nothing to do with me me being left out or feeling jealous. This just kind of helps the value of them putting all of us on the show. I don't think it helps the value putting you on when they're both already on. Yeah, A, uh, A, B, and C is better than just an A, B. No. So you want a C segment that doesn't even exist. Hey, yeah, also, that's what I'm saying. We all need to keep in mind that they have other applicants. Like there's okay. some NFL player that applied. Like we might not make it. Yeah, right. There's Guys, the three people. of us, our the power within three of us. Exactly. I mean, you, there's no matching it. NFL player, Come get on, out of here. Get out of here. So the update is Eddie wants in. Well, and you're not getting in. Eddie. <laughs> I won't even put a good word in for you. And you are the word giver? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, Maybe right. when we find something out, Amy, this is your sister. When when will we know something? In the next couple weeks, Guys, next three months? I yeah, a couple weeks. I honestly don't even know if there for sure is a season two, but I guess Oh, that's a good point, too. Like, oh, there's things that, I, I don't know. I'm supposed to have a meeting. I thought I would have already had it by now, but I don't, I haven't heard back. I what's keep pushing the, you away. What's the producer's email? Let me jump in on the it's emails. It's producer at com. Yeah, hit that up. That's not And that's let not us know it. who responds. <laughs> not it. And let's get started with the show. It's that time. Let's open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. My 10-year-old daughter is determined to never fly in an airplane because she is terrified thinking about it. We have a family trip coming up. And she tells me, and I quote, there is no way you're getting me on that plane. End of quote. I remember Bobby talking about his fear of flying. What advice would you give me that could help my daughter? P.S. Thank you for being a family-friendly show that we can all enjoy together. Signed, Kylie, whose daughter doesn't want to fly. Well, I think this is just exposure therapy. You're the mom. She's got to do it. I think she does it a couple times. She'll realize she ain't going to die. That being said, I've done it a couple times, and I still don't realize I ain't going to (laughs) die. I hate it. I hate it so much and have to do it all the time. And I think had I done it much younger, I would be better at it. Um, my wife and I were talking about it, and she flew a lot as a kid. And so she was like, I'm just not scared of it because I, I did it a lot. And I was like, man, I never got on a plane until late teenage years, once or twice. And then I was in my 20s, and I was flying, and I was like, how is this big piece of metal in the air? This is not right. Something doesn't feel good. But she's 10. You still have time to show her. Also, and she's going to hate this, you could actually pull up a YouTube video and teach her how an airplane works. It don't work for me. <laughs> But she's 10. She's still impressionable. And actually show her why. The science behind it. Probably not going to worry about all this stuff. A combination of eventually she will be fine. She will be fine. And she'll even be fine hating it while she does it. But she will be fine and realize that she's not going to die. You can even try the, hey, look. This is the percentage of airplane crashes versus car crashes. Ooh. Again, still <laughs> probably oh, not no. going to do anything. But that does it for me. It's like h- hardly a single airplane crashes in America. Like a commercial flight. Ever. Yeah. Hardly ever. Almost yeah. never. How many car wrecks are there a day people die? All the time. So well, You're not going to want to get in a car. Well, uh, you know, <laughs> that's a trade you make. Yeah. Uh, it's tough because she's 10. And I also have no interest in flying. But I think it's just even putting the carrot in front of the horse. Meaning like you put the carrot in front of the horse and it keeps walking toward the carrot because it's got a treat coming. So they do it anyway. There we go. You could reward her even though she hates it. And she can still hate it, but just by doing it. Like, if you, we will give you this if you can just get through this flight without telling me you, you don't like doing it. Even if you hate it, you can just, if you can fake it and act, you will get this. And I think by her acting the part, she will start to be the part, and it won't be a part. So 
that is my advice for you. It's tough. It's 10. Eddie, your, how, your kids are what? Yeah, 14, 8, and 7. The 8-year-olds. Do they care? No, they love flying, actually. They love looking out the window when we take off. But, I mean, anything else that we do as parents, incentives, like you said, is huge. Like, you tell them, all right, if we get this done, this will happen. Or maybe, hey, next time, if you like this flight, next time, we go to Disney World. We'll fly you there. Oh, whoa. Oh, that's, that's a big one. Well, I'm just oh, saying you don't have to do it, but just say that. don't say it if you're not going to do it. Well, she, she wants why to get her you, on the plane. Why would you say that? <laughs> um, I think, though, if, again, the incentive part, if you just say, hey, just act like you're not scared. And if you fake it the whole time, you'll get this. Because, again, if you act something enough times, it then starts to be reality. I believe it. So it's tough. Good luck with that. And let us know how it goes, but she will be fine. She has time to not be completely neurotic. I do not. I'm done. I'm tapped out. All right, Kylie, thank you. That's the mailbag. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. We love to start Fun Fact Friday with a listener fun fact. Morning, Bobby. Your interesting fact for today is, did you know how many bones giraffe has in its neck? The answer is seven. It has the same seven bones in his neck as you have in your neck. Enjoy your Friday. So I would have thought it had been like 100. Yeah. (laughs) I also didn't know I had seven bones in my neck. I I didn't either. I thought we had like three. But the fact that we have the same as the giraffe, they're just taller bones. Giraffes are wild to look at. You see them on TV and you're like, oh, wow, I'll draft. But you see it in person, mm-hmm. wow, crazy. He's jumped, he jumped, he topped that tree. He's crazy, man. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. You enjoy, and I don't like zoos, but you enjoy seeing wild animals more when you're older than you do when you're a kid. Right. Because you live more life with the non-wild. The wilder makes it even wilder. <laughs> Fun Fact Friday. Yeah. All right, we got five of them. Lunchbox, I'm coming to you first. Let's go. Farts can be visible okay. in cold air. If a person cuts the cheese in cold weather with their pants down, you will see it. Just like when you breathe in the cold air, you see your breath, a fart will be visible in the same way. That's hilarious. Okay. <laughs> yeah, try that. I think he just looks for fart ones every yeah, it's like, I think it's his, his new beat. Fun fart facts. Fun fart fact Friday, <laughs> yes. That's it. All right, Amy, what you got? Okay, so mine's also about an animal. When howling together, wolves harmonize rather than howl the same note to create the illusion that there's more wolves in their pack than there really is. So like they, it, they they sing perfectly, so it sounds like more. Yeah, they harmonize together, and it echoes off to sound like there's more of them, oh, and that keeps like them more town. safe. It makes yeah. some people more <laughs> scared. <cool. laughs> They're harmonizing. <laughs> a little bit uh, you hear one doing a run? <laughs> 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 Eddie. Yeah, you know how people say, like, hey, use your head, not your heart, you know, or like, think with your brain, not your heart. That's hard for a shrimp because the shrimp's heart is located in their head. Isn't that crazy? So next time you order shrimp at the restaurant and you dehead it, you just pulled his heart out. Lunchbox, why did you look away? I mean, his, just his analogy was like, oh, it's hard. I mean, I was going to. That's funny. You, a shrimp, you could have just said a shrimp's heart's in their head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I got confused for a second. I'll be honest with you. I got got spun around. Oh, yeah. Do you eat the the shrimp's head when you eat a shrimp? I don't eat their eyeballs, but. I don't eat the tail. No, guys, you take the head off of it. Yeah, but I eat it. What, the head? The tail. Okay, so you don't do that. I throw away the tail. No, you throw away the tails and you throw away the head. You just eat the body. I didn't know we weren't eating the head. I thought that was just I had no idea eyeballs. we didn't eat the head either. I okay. will suck the head of crawfish. <laughs> okay, now you're sucking heads yeah. of the crawfish? Yes. But I don't... The shrimp, maybe I just don't know. Yeah. I know you Does take, that mean you're sucking the heart, too, because the heart is in the head? Well, that's I, crawfish. Oh. <laughs> yeah, Eddie spun me around a little bit. That's not very fun. I'm not having oh, fun right on, now. Come guys. All right, Morgan. <laughs> the ancient Romans used to drop a piece of toast into their wine for good health. 
Hence why we raise a toast. That's amazing. No idea. That's pretty good. So we raise a toast because they had toast in their wine back in the day. Yep. Raise your toast. Raise a toast. Wow. All right. Finally, you know what the Ouija board is? Yes. Yes. It's a thing. You put a little triangle on it and you act like the, the spirit's talking to you by going letter to letter. But it's always one of your idiot friends who are doing it. <laughs> but which is the idiot friend? You never know. The Ouija board got its name when the people who created it in, ni- in 1890 said, hey, what should the name be? And it took them to O-U-I-J-A, which spells Ouija. Oh. Okay, the hair just stood up in the back of my head. No, they probably, one, made up the story. No, it's creepy, man. That's crazy. That's cool. No, no, guys. <laughs> You're the person yeah. they want to trick. I don't know. Okay, well... That's I was fun. never the one moving it. I, I wasn't did, either. I only did it once, and I thought this thing's so stupid. And then I quit, and then I wondered, should I have quit? Or they, is the Ouija mad at me now? <laughs> fun Fact Friday. Bobby Bonshaw. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Blake Shelton brought back his iconic mullet and released a new song called Nobody. Wrap these arms around nobody. Gary LaVox released a new solo song called Get Down Like That. Maddie and Tay dropped a new song from their upcoming album. It's called Spring Cleaning. It ain't spring, but I'm cleaning house. It ain't spring, but I'm cleaning out. Maren Morris and Zed released their second collaboration together with an artist called Bose. The song is called Make You Say. Make you say, oh my God. Oh my God. I'm Morgan. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So if you see a dog locked in a hot car, what do you do? I first go up to the car and make sure that I'm not missing something. Like on the, there's a screen that goes, hey, the dog's fine. Because some of those fancy cars will say, air's on, dog's fine, don't break the window. Oh. I read a story about that. I haven't actually seen it. <laughs> if that's not the case and the dog looks like struggling, I go, hey, whose car is this? Nobody answers. I try to open the door. It ain't open. I break the window. Really? Well, these Yeah, I don't want the dog to die. I'll, I'll pay for somebody's window if I'm wrong more than I would like a dog to die. Yeah. Well, so they didn't break the window, but they called 911 and officers arrived immediately and they were able to break the window and get the dog out. This dog was definitely in distress. And so the officer who was a part of this whole process in New York decided to adopt the dog because obviously the dog didn't stay with that owner. That was complete neglect. That owner sucks. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's so cute because she decided to rescue the dog and says it will never be neglected again. And his name? Heater. Oh. No, that that reminds me of of bad times. I made that up. Yeah. (laughs) See, Bones, I would have done that, though. Call the cops before breaking the window just to cover yourself. You don't have time. I wouldn't because the dog could die while you're doing that. If the dog's in distress. And then you know what? If I get in trouble for breaking a window because I'm trying to save a dog, okay. It's worth it. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah. If I'm on the, if I'm on uh, Country Now blog, Five Bones Mugshot, you're right. okay. That's fine <laughs> because I was literally, I had to make a decision. That's what I decided to okay. do. I'll stand by it. You know, Kathy that we work with. That's basically how she got my dog, Kara. Like she wasn't, she wasn't in a car, but she was in distress, tied up somewhere, and she straight up just showed up at their house, knocked on the door, said, I, "This dog is being neglected and mistreated. I'm taking it." 
she straight up threw it in the car and then called wow. me. That's what Lady Gaga is. Dog, that's what happened to him. The yeah, no, that, that was, was very different. Oh, oh, shot. Yeah, this is <laughs> different. This is neglect. <laughs> anyway, thanks for the story. She did great. That's awesome. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. The easiest trivia game ever made. It's easy trivia. The first category is Bobby Bones Show. Amy, what member used to work for Ryan Seacrest and Dr. Phil? Scuba Steve. That is correct. All right, Amy, yeah. the board. Welcome, Amy. Amy, you have a total of two wins. Yeah. You're trying to get to five for the championship. To get the crown back. Lunchbox. What show member went to the University of Kansas? Uh, Abby. That's correct. Abby <laughs> did. Lunchbox, you have one win on the season. That's right. Eddie. Come on. What show members from Waxahachie, Texas? Oh, that's Mike D. That is correct. Yeah. Eddie's wearing the crown. Oh, because I've had it, what, this whole time? And Eddie has four wins. One more win. He's a champion again. He's a repeating champion. Mm -hmm. And today, playing easy trivia in place of Morgan and for Morgan is Abby. Abby. Okay, okay, Abby. First time ever (laughs) playing. What show member is a twin? Ray. That's correct. Good, good. Clap for her. She's good. Abby, welcome to the game. Thank you. Now, the goal is to get the easy trivia questions right and move on to the next round. If you miss it, you will hear this. You've been boned. You've been boned and you have been eliminated. Abby, you nervous? (laughs) Yeah, a little. (laughs) Because it's easy. Yeah. And so you overthink. And when you listen to this game, sitting in there answering the phones, are you like, man, I'd have killed that game. Uh, sometimes. Not too often, actually. So, we'll see. You're trying to get Morgan her first win, okay? Yes, okay. All right, here we go. The category is classic cartoons. Amy, you're up first. Which character's life quest is to hunt down the Roadrunner? Okay. Um, oh my gosh. This is like Looney Tunes or something. Which character's life quest is to hunt down the Roadrunner? Okay, I'm at Mr. Gaddy's in the cartoon room eating pizza, the Roadrunner. I. Oh my gosh, am I gonna get out in round one or two? Is it Bugs Bunny? Oh. I don't know. You've been boned. Lunchbox, did you know that? The Coyote. Wiley Coyote, yeah. Oh, I don't. This wasn't. Beep, beep. Roadrunner the Coyote? Meep, meep. Wow. Amy goes down. That's never happened. Usually she's Eddie's biggest competitor. Yeah, so that means easy road ahead. Let's go. Lunchbox. Yep. Who is the main character in Masters of the Universe? He Man. He Man, correct. I wouldn't have known that either. Dang. (laughs) Eddie. Come on. Slowpoke Rodriguez. Oh, yes. Is cousins with which cartoon mouse? That is Speedy Gonzalez. <laughs> I love Slowpoke. Oh my gosh, these are a little bit hard. I, I, I they are hard. I didn't know that yeah. one at all. Well, well, I, I, I think I would have got them all, but they are a little harder. This yes. is not easy trivia. <laughs> hey, Abby, Eddie <laughs> needs you to stay alive. I know. He actually doesn't. He wants you to lose. No, I need <laughs> you to lose right here. Which Nickelodeon show has cartoon characters named Phil, Chucky, Tommy, and Lil? Oh my gosh, the Rugrats! That's correct, Rugrats! Yeah. Yeah. Good job, Abby. We have three people remaining. She's good. Eddie's on the quest to another championship. One lunchbox. (laughs) The category is Netflix Originals. All these will be about original shows Netflix has made. Lunchbox, what's the name of the comedy drama Netflix series which takes place in a woman's prison? Orange is the New Black. Orange is the New Black is correct. Nice job, buddy. Eddie, what's the name of the post-apocalyptic horror thriller Starring Sandra Bullock, where if you see the monster, you die. Bird Box. Correct. 
Wow. wow. Yeah. I never watched that, so I yeah. had no idea. It's actually like, good. It's wow. really good. That's it's pretty good. good. It was like the first Netflix movie that I was like, that's good. Yeah. Abby. Mm-hmm. In the category of Netflix originals. Yes. The Upside Down is the name of the alternate dimension in what Netflix series? I know this is so easy. I know what this is. Oh, no. The Upside Down is the name of the alternate dimension in what Netflix series? I want to sound. Stranger Things. Correct. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. What, that was a guess? Yeah, oh, you're wow. good. This is amazing. <laughs> I don't really watch many shows. She's becoming a threat. Yeah. Well, she's it. timidly walked into two answers. <laughs> <laughs> the category of the next round is continents. Lunchbox. What's the coldest continent? Antarctica. That is correct. Woo! Eddie. Come on. What continent is Brazil in? South America. Correct. Abby, what continent is Spain located? Is Spain. Okay, Spain. I'm looking at my map in my head right now. I know this. Okay, Spain. South America. Oh. <laughs> You've oh been God. booed. Oh, no. Where are you okay, looking? Okay, okay, okay. Guys, I, I want to say threat. something. What? I, I'm starting to think it's just the Kansas education system. Just hold on. Between her and Morgan? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't think it's any. I used to think it was K-State. No, no I, I think just she's think thinking because they speak Spanish. I know what it is. It's what? Europe. Yeah. Gosh, yeah. dang it. Europe, I you're down. I said that. You're out. <laughs> you're down and out. Goodbye, Abby. Bye. Dang, she got a big shot wow. here. Blew it. No. Uh, the category is for Lunchbox and Eddie. Lunch if you win, it keeps Eddie from a Man, championship. it seems like I'm in here all the time, me versus Eddie. The category is horror movies. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Lunchbox, Pennywise the Clown is from what horror movie based on a book by Stephen King? It. Correct. Let's go. Eddie, what two colors are on Freddy Krueger's iconic sweater? Red and black. Whoa. You've been Whoa, 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 whoa. Yes! How is it not red and black? Red and white. Yeah! Red Let's and white. It's not it? red and white. Get what out of here. It? Did you do this, Bones, because you're colorblind? I don't. Well, I don't watch scary <laughs> movies, and I'm colorblind, so I, I'm, all of my answer goes to probably Mike, who found it, but the answer is red and green. Oh, my yeah. God. Oh. Get out of here. Is it a Let's dark go. green? Who's it's a, a dark green. Who's a threat now? Who's a threat now, son? Hold on a second. Mike, <laughs> would you uh, validate it's red and green? Red and green. Right into protests. Yeah, I'm looking but at it right now. Protest? That and it's red and black. Well, I'm lo- no, I'm looking at it right now. I don't trust your eyes. No, no, no but offense. It, it's all listed as red and green sweater. Like if you're buying it, a red and green Freddy's sweater for sale. Hey, maybe I'm colorblind. Maybe you're just that. wrong and embarrassed because you jumped in so quick without <laughs> oh, thinking. No. Yeah. Lunchbox, good win, buddy. Yeah. Abby, uh, I can't uh, believe I missed that. Abby, you you played. I did. Yeah, you played. You <laughs> played. Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, we'll be back. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. 
from classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation... I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. You couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. Is she breathing right now? Yes, she's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, the story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So this is Abby at Children's Hospital in San Antonio who left this voicemail. Good morning, studio. Good morning, Bobby. Today on our live uh, TV broadcast that we do out to the entire hospital, 
I am hanging out with our facility dog, Marcus, and I'm going to be reading Bobby Bones, Stanley the Dog, in the first day of school. And I am very excited to read it to the whole entire hospital. I think a lot of the kids are about to start school and not be feeling nervous. So it's a good way to get your book out there and just help the kids feel a little bit better about their first day of school. I appreciate that. Thank you very much. It's so cool. You know, a lot of kindergarten, first and second grade classes have been tagging me where they have read this book in class. And I wrote this dog, Stan, wrote this book, Stanley the Dog, in the first day of school to kind of help kids relax and go, all right, first day of school, big deal, but you got to stay true to yourself and who you are. And if you do that, good things will happen. So, but I appreciate that. Thank you very much. You can get the, get the, the book on Amazon if you want to get it. The Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. A civil court recently ordered a 31-year-old man to pay his ex-girlfriend $1,150 because he urinated inside her Louis Vuitton handbag. Okay, so he just destroyed an expensive thing. Yeah, so- <laughs> it just so happens he peed in a purse, which would have been funnier to say because of alliteration. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. He peed in a purse. Peed in a purse. <laughs> yeah. Well, he tried to cover it up by pouring deodorant all over it, like a spray deodorant situation and they're like hey buddy forensics we we got your urine here it matches your dna you're gonna have to pay her they were having an argument about how much she was spending on designer things so that's how he decided to handle it you know my dog owes me a thousand bucks peed in my suitcase oh, oh well yeah. i guess it wasn't worth a thousand bucks i just went with that <laughs> but my dog peed in my suitcase and you know what i did i sprayed a bunch of, first of all i scrubbed it and then I sprayed a bunch of stuff on it. Good as new. You wouldn't even know. I've loaned it out to friends a couple times too. No way. Well, as, as a test, as a test. I loaned it out. And then I was like, hey, how'd it go? That was a bag cool. Yeah, yeah. No problem. I really have You never you told them? It. No. Because I would probably smell it even if it did all get scrubbed away because I would know. And I'd be like, no, I still kind of smell it, even if it really wasn't there. So I loaned it to a couple friends. They were traveling, needed a suitcase. And so they came back. I was like, how's the suitcase? Great. All right. I feel like that <laughs> needs great. to be disclosed. No, it was scrubbed. It's okay. like if somebody pees in your car and then wants to borrow your car, as long as you scrubbed, who cares? It's fine. Good to go. Point. That's right. But my dog owes me. Yeah. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> I have the top baby names that parents Google to see if they're appropriate. <laughs> Rona. No. As in Cuh. Rona. Rona. Didn't yeah. make it. Uh, Nirvana. That's your favorite band, right? Who would name their kid Nirvana, though? No, it's not my favorite band, but it's a band that I liked back in the 90s. But that's a dumb name for a kid because also when you reach Nirvana, it's like when you are able to elevate inside of you know a, a, a mental place. Oh, is that what that means? Yeah, well, like no if idea. you reach the state of Nirvana, right? Yeah. That means you're at a higher place. Like you've oh. so. Why well, do I always just think of the band? But you're right. That is a word. It's a word. Word. Yeah. It's a state of mind. Didn't realize. It's that. like well, ecstasy. Mm, or not? Uh, kind of. <laughs> okay. I, okay, what else? Lucifer. Oh, yeah, gosh. We'll pass that on that one. <laughs> but to counter that. If I met a kid named Lucifer, yeah, what I'll go, like, who are your parents and why did nobody call CPS? <laughs> okay, but also people look up Jesus, heaven, and God. Jesus, though. Boom. Hey, Jesus. Jesus. I get Uber Eats delivered from Jesus about once every four days. You know what the nickname for Jesus is? Mm-hmm. Chewy. Why? Really? Yeah, most Chewies are named Jesus. Well, why Robert and Bobby? Exactly. Know? Why? Like, well, it should be called. Ro- it should be Robbie, not <laughs> Bobby. I just was curious if there really was a reason why. Don't but, know. Uh, also, Doctor Cinderella and Batman round out the list. Ba- ba- hold on. Batman? Don't just roll over those. Doctor, <laughs> funny. That one. I, I like Doctor. Like, like Doc. <laughs> Doc's fine. Yeah. Doc. Okay. okay. I probably wouldn't do it, but Doc Martin, not a doctor, I don't think. Uh, Cinderella. That's too many syllables. Even if you like the thing, that's like Cindy. You go with. 
Oh. Wait a second. Is Cindy short for Cinderella? Cynthia, I think. Oh, dang, you're right. I think. <laughs> and then what was the cool. other one? Batman? Yeah, that one rolls. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, go ahead. What else? According to Billboard, Garth Brooks is working with Metro Nashville police to open up a little police station across the street from his friends in low places bar. So that way he can help keep downtown Nashville safe. But I think it's so he can keep the riffraff out of his bar and be like, lock them up. Just put them in there. I picture it kind of like, what do they call those things? Like a drunk tank? Oh, yeah, the drunk tanks. I mean, I think that would be good for down there. I'm down there occasionally for work. I would like a police presence, like a central police presence. Mm. And if Garth wants to fund that and make that happen... Like Garth is the downtown sheriff? Garth is the warden. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, yeah. He gets to make the decision. Wow. Yeah, he gets to let people in and out. That's right. And once they get put in, it's like Andy Griffith's show where it's a little jail right there. <laughs> and when you walk down Broadway, you see them in wow. the little jail. That's cool, man. Uh, that's really cool. I feel cool. like some people might want to get in there on purpose. So Tell me that's not legit. Yeah. Yeah. And then you could put country music stars in there. Oh. The, yeah, exactly. Like the ones that act up? I don't know. Well, I just the ones I don't like. Uh, I just think of them being in there because they're on Broadway. Didn't Kenny Chesney and Tim McGraw get in trouble on Broadway once? Oh, they punched a horse. That's it a whole thing. But oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't think a... I, it was a cop's horse. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so cops were already there. I forget that story. By the way, uh, let's see. Nirvana, a transcendent state in which there is neither suffering, desire, nor sense of self in the subject is released from the effects of karma and the cycle of death and rebirth. What on earth? Like I told you, it's, just a, it's an elevated <laughs> mind space. Mean? Yeah, yeah, there you go. All right. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Oh. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. The terrible floods of Kentucky left Breathe It High School without any football equipment, nowhere to play football. So who's going to help them? But their crosstown rival. That's right. The principal at Madison found out that they had no football field, no equipment. He was like, guys, even though there are rivals and we don't like them that much, we got to help them out. So he went to the local church. They did donations. And every kid on the football team got $6,000 in gift cards so they could go buy new equipment. And now they're practicing at Madison's High School football. Oh, that's cool. And I love that for now. I definitely can see it in a year from now, maybe two years. One of the players hits the other, knocks him down. He's like, yeah, you know who took care of you last year? We did. Oh, oh then the rivalry oh, starts back on. again. Yeah. Yeah. For now, no rivalry. <laughs> Friendship rules and looking out for others. But you know that's coming up. Uh-huh. You know it's coming up in a year. All right, that's a, that really is a great story. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Amy, how's your son and his first time to ever play football? He's loving it. Yeah. But I have a lot to learn about football. We had a parent meeting the other day, and I was so disappointed because I thought Stevenson wasn't ever going to get to carry the ball because I heard the coach say, you have to weigh at least 120 pounds to carry the ball. And I thought, he weighs 61. We're not even halfway there. Wait, so what did he mean? It's the opposite. Like, if you weigh more than 120 120 or more, then you can't carry the ball. So Stevenson's all in. He can carry two balls. We're, yeah. <laughs> we can, and carry the ball means that you can handle it and run with it. Run it, catch it. Yeah. So We're gonna be all at his age, if a kid weighs more than 120, they won't let them run the ball because they're bigger and it may hurt another kid. Yes. It I, is I never heard of that. Oh, I never heard yeah, of that. Me either. But listen, it's a safety thing, but I kind of, now I'm feeling all weird about it because they have to, everyone has to weigh in before every game. And then if you weigh. Like UFC. One, uh, you didn't make weight, 20, Chucky. The weight class. Yeah. They put, I guess, stripes on your helmet to determine which positions you're allowed to play or not. Scarlet so letter. then you're, yes. <laughs> That's tough. Yeah. I know. 
I don't like it. Well, but it I'm sure it there are reasons that kids 130 pounds can't run the ball and they have to be linemen because they've probably seen a lot of kids 65 pounds get hurt. Right. Man, and I, I hate to be that guy, but back in my day, there was always like fifth graders on other teams who I think were like in ninth grade and they were like 160 pounds. They would just mow us over. You know how we got tough? Getting back up after we got mowed over. Oh. So right. I'm sure they know what they're doing. I'm not questioning it. But we used to also not get water in high school. Like our that was your punishment. Well, it wasn't put. You know, you had to work to get water. <laughs> That's crazy. Oh we, yeah, no. We'd be in two days. <laughs> water breaks le- all the time. Junior, seniors of high school. Nope, that wasn't good enough. No water this break. Thirty more minutes, and we're like, we're dying. But it, that was like a treat. And now, oh, water, thirsty. <laughs> it's like illegal hydration. Now. <laughs> yeah. Now you, now you get arrested. Yeah, you don't get about water. So, th- what position will he play? They say, he told me they said to him something about safety. So he's going to play very back in the defense. Yeah. And then if the other team throws it, he'll, but they don't throw it a lot at his age. So safety means he's small. I, I Listen, I played a little safety myself. Which he is. He's the smallest person on the team. Yes. But he's not going to play like a wide receiver or anything? Don't know yet. Mm. We're still in the beginnings. Okay. We'll see. As the season evolves, he's already improving, but he's never played before. So the coach even came up to me after practice last night and said, hey, just uh, checking your expectations for him. I said, Oh, we are a family. We don't have expectations because that breeds future resentment. So you told the you... coach that. Yes, oh, I just said. Oh I said expectations. Oh uh, wow. I need two targets a game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I what? need I need two no. targets or two carries. <laughs> no, or my butt's gonna be on the field going. Uh-huh. Why is my kid in the game? I guess there are some parents that really have these expectations of my kid better play this much and you better put them here and my kid's quarterback. You hit him with the whole. I've been going to therapy a whole lot. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, oh, whatever you need to do. He said, well, we want to build his confidence confidence up but he's very terrified of being tackled yeah amen and he's so, so he's got to get more comfortable and the thing is they don't want him to get hurt and if he's not ready for something yeah, back in my day they just threw me in the lines then <laughs> oh you don't want to get hit everybody hit him yeah and then i finished i was like i hated that huh. i did not want to be hit it, so that actually hurt me and i wish it wouldn't have happened <laughs> uh well good I'm luck pumped. yeah that's good you're pumped at what i'm pu- like this is the first time i've ever been excited about football season okay Hey, can I draft him my fantasy league, you think? Sure. Yeah. He's number six. No. I picked Stevenson. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Let's go over into the morning corny. Go ahead. The morning corny. So I've started investing in stocks, beef, chicken, and vegetable. One day, I hope to be a bullionaire. <laughs> bullion? Bullion? Bullionaire. Did I not say it right? I'll tell you what it is. A waste of my time. <laughs> That was the morning corny. All right, hopping in the studio. He's from Tulsa, Oklahoma. His name is Ben Rector. Maybe you've heard this song brand new right here. Like when I close my eyes and don't even care if anyone sees me dance. Like I can't He's got a new song, What Makes a Man, with Thomas Rhett. I'm trying to find. He walks on the streets asking people if they care about his music. He just played the Grand Ole Opry for the first time. Here he is, Ben Rector. The Friday Morning Conversation with Ben Rector. Hey, you played with Tim and Faith. You did the tour with them that sold us all back in the day? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, was that the the Vegas thing or the real the tour all around the country? It was a tour tour. And on that tour, they took out a few people for really short segments. And so I was out with them for like, I think it was like one weekend. It was maybe three or four shows. 
So did they pull – do you go on stage at all? Did they, is one of those? Or is that so choreographed? I felt like that show was so, like, they were doing all their things specifically on time. Yeah, so it, it, basically they just, like, had us step in to the opening slot, and then, honestly, we just watched the show. I was truly blown away. Like, I grew up listening to their music, but, like, I was blown away by the production and the arrangements. It was, like, one of the coolest shows I've ever seen, honestly. You just played the Opry. I did. And so I saw you, I saw the clip, and you were playing piano. I never hit the little microphone to hear what you were playing. No offense. <laughs> no, that's I, the, I know all the songs. The story of social media yeah, always. Yeah, yeah, so, I scrolled, yeah. and I was like, oh, cool, he's playing the piano at the Opry. Yeah. But what did you play at the Grand Ole Opry? So I played uh, Old Friends, and then I played Men That Drive Me Places, and then I played What Makes a Man. Which is the new song? It is with Thomas Rhett. Yes, and so we'll get to that in one second. Mm-hmm. But first, how and why Thomas Rhett? How did that partnership come? Yeah, so basically, um, I wrote what makes a man for the record, and then as the record came together, it started feeling a little bit less like the other song sonically. And honestly, I love the song so much, and I was worried it was going to get lost because it's not, you know, like the other songs are like piano in your face like drums in your face and this is a little more like a story song so I was like I'll just save this for another project or something and then as the record went along and I started doing more features which was not on purpose it was literally just like this sounds fun and people started saying yes um I started thinking about Thomas uh a friend of mine a mutual friend of ours had been like hey man Thomas likes your music and I'm like that's awesome he's like you should text him sometime and I was like I'm never gonna do that <laughs> like literally not going to happen um and so then we we wrote together uh during the pandemic and he's a super nice guy and as I thought about the song it it is the exact life stage that we're both in and I I wasn't like I'm going to find a feature for this song. I was kind of like, if he wants to do this song with me, that would be awesome. And if he doesn't, I'll just do it alone. Because I was like, I think he actually might resonate with it. Um, so it, re- it really was just that. So I knew him a little bit, but uh, you know, I, I'm, I'm the worst at that kind of stuff of being like, hey man, you should get in touch with this guy. I'd be like, cool, never going to do it. Like for sure not. Did you text him straight up and say, or did you, because when I finally asked to go to prom, I talked to her for like an hour and a half and at the very end was like, do you want to go to prom? Was it that situation or just go straight right to it? Hey man, I'm doing this song. Do you want to do it? Yes. I, I feel like I, if I, if that's going to happen, I don't want it to be like murky. I was just like, Hey, I have this song. Would be curious if you'd be interested in singing on it. Please say no if you don't want to do it. Cause dude, you know, he's a huge deal and I never want to be like, Hey man, like you want to help me out. And I extended that to him cause I thought he might actually be like, Hey, I like this song, but I was definitely like, please don't feel like you need to do this. If you don't want to do it, totally. It feels like fine. you're talking him out of it now. He's in the song and it's <laughs> like, what, listen, I, man, I probably wouldn't do it. Kind of, no, I mean that literally that was it. I sent him a voice text and I was like, please say no to this. Like you, you probably shouldn't do it. Uh, but he, he was really great about it. Uh, when you write something and it comes from you and you perform it, do you ever get emotional at what you've written and you're performing? You know, I need to be pretty like in the zone to do that. Um, usually if I know the song well enough, like when I'm first performing it, there's a lot of just muscle memory that I'm trying to build, trying to remember how to do it. But there's definitely moments uh, with a song like that, that, you know, on tour, I would kind of be like, oh man, this is, you know, I don't think I've ever like stopped to be emotional, but there's definitely been points where I've been like, oh, I need to like, I need to focus a little bit here. I'm going to lose it. Um, yeah, a little bit. I mean, cause I could definitely feel that. And, yeah. Uh, like I want, I want to be a man. Don't, don't we all? Yeah. I want people to be, think I'm a man. And so, yeah, cause I'll, you know, if I'm performing and I've done stuff a bunch of times, I've, I've figured out how to get through it and what my little yeah. triggers are. And mm-hmm. so I stay, but uh, that's, 
I just wonder if you write it and you're performing it, like, does it still hit you? And I would imagine it could hit you in many ways. You could be having a day where something has happened earlier. Mm -hmm. And even though you're numb to performing it, maybe it hit you hard one night because of the day earlier. Definitely. And I think it's it's one of those things too, where uh, when you do something a lot, it's easy to kind of be going through the motions. And it's really important to me to make sure that I'm like, in, in, in an authentic space when I'm actually performing. So, yeah. That'd probably be any song, huh? I mean, if, yeah. I mean, it could be anything that you've written about. Uh, I just, all I know is I want to be a man. I hear, <laughs> that's all I think about the rest of the day. Uh, ben Rector's here. The song Brand New, is that, I looked at the streams on that. So I have, you got to be just banging from that song alone. Holy crap. Just, just, just fractions of a penny at a time, man. It's like like a billion streams. No, it's it's it's, it, it's a lot. I, I I'm I'm super glad that people have enjoyed it and that you know the commercials that have used it and stuff. That's it's it's it's. Oh, I didn't good know thing. what commercials. Uh, I think that's a large reason that it did better than the other songs. Um, it was also on the radio. Um, the big one, which sounds funny, but actually was awesome, was um when Weight Watchers did their like relaunch with Oprah Winfrey. I think it was a relaunch. WW, <laughs> WW, as they say. Oh, is that? Is that I didn't know that was coming. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know. It's, I'm an, so sorry. I, I got off the microphone because I was. You were like, whoa! I just didn't think that was the brand that was coming. I should have. I, I, sh- I should have <laughs> led with Oprah. That would yeah, be better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I just. I thought it was gonna be like Nike or Red Bull. I, then he was like, you know, <laughs> when so, Apple used yes, it. Yes, no, love when it. When WW used yes. it. Yes. Um, www.com. Um, basically. Oprah did an ad campaign with them and it aired for a long time and I was tangentially involved with Oprah for a second which is the highlight of my career. Oh, for sure. You spent time with Oprah? No, no. Oh. But on TV. I was I was singing while she was on TV, so yeah. Basically, same thing. Mm. <laughs> Not the same thing. Okay. Uh, <laughs> really. Anyway, the song's awesome. When you do it live uh, at your shows too, it is. And you, I think you end, did you end your show yes. with it? Usually, usually I try to. How do you know what songs to put in awesome whoa, whoa, whoa's and oh, oh's and then what songs you want to avoid that? Can't, you know, can't have too many whoa, oh's. No. Uh, that one, the, the first thing that I wrote was the whoa, oh part. I was in a co-write and it wasn't going great. And my co, we, you know, we just couldn't land on anything. My co-writer stepped outside to smoke a cigarette and I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Then he came back in. I was like, hey, check this out. He's like, that's awesome. And then you built it around that. <laughs> yeah, but, it, it, you know, it's one of those things that when that came out, I was like, that's pretty magnetic. And I wasn't like, let's build a song around that. But that was kind of like the on-ramp to that, uh, like, vibe or space. And then the rest kind of, like, came out quickly. The oh-ohs, the whoa-whoa's in that song, it's mm-hmm. almost... It's anthemic in that it's that's a, it makes that song so big. I know, and I forgot to sing them. I, I, no, I it's okay. Hey, we can all do it. Hit that you, part. Just, Here just, we go. Everybody now, Weight Watchers. Yeah, I jumped ahead. Going, I jumped ahead. I jumped ahead. My bad. Uh, yeah, that song. Maybe it's like the production too, the, the layered vocals. Mm-hmm. That song sounds massive. Yeah, it feels like a, a song that was written for a specific person and a specific feeling that feels though so much bigger than the specificity that it was written. It's it, it. That's a hard needle to thread. I'm glad that 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 needle was threaded. I'll but yeah, thread the crap out of a needle. I'll listen and <laughs> just, just yeah, just right go in. right to it. Yeah. Uh, so and. With that song, do you, do you play that song acoustic a lot, or you, you got to go I, with the whole thing? You know, no, I, I'll do it acoustic. It's a little bit tricky if it's like a proper acoustic show because people are, you know, subconsciously people are ready for like the kick drum to come in and stuff like that. Um, but you know, there's a couple tricks we try to do to make it feel 
like it does, but it's really, it's a different, it's a different thing. You're kind of stripping it down. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation. I don't feel like I have to get married at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating. And a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous of your generation (laughs) that didn't have to deal with Instagram and Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. (laughs) You couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing. Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the L.A. Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California, and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. 
This is Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, Ben Rector is his name. He played a second ago here in the studio. He's got his guitar. You may know this song from him called Brand New. He's a massive Huey Lewis fan. He just made his Opry debut. Uh, he's been, his music's been in over 100 television and film placements. It's pretty cool. He plays pretty much every instrument. He's great live. Here he is again, Ben Rector. The Friday Morning Conversation with Ben Rector. He's got a new song out with Thomas Rhett. It's called What Makes a Man. We've played it earlier. You can go stream it. Uh, you're off the road right now. Mm-hmm. Does that mean you're riding a lot? Yeah, I mean, I, I just got off the road, so I feel like I'll usually try to jump right into writing, and I usually don't have anything good to say. So uh, I'm kind of trying to strike the balance of planning what I want to do next and still working towards something, but also it's rare that I get off the road and I'm like, here's all these great thoughts I have. I try really hard to write, and it's not great. So I was flipping through the channels, and I hear... Uh, Sunday from your record and it's on uh, every Disney property because I think they're using it for baseball <laughs> yes using it for it's like Sunday night baseball uh, and when they so they came usually with a licensing thing I just get an email and it's like hey do you want to do this and I'm always like yes that's great uh, and this was like they want to do a zoom with you to talk about this and initially I was like we don't need to do a zoom like go for it so <laughs> it's, it's just it's, yes but yeah, yeah. It, they're like we want to use this like for the baseball season on espn and i was like that sounds incredible so i get on the zoom and there's like 12 people from all different parts of espn and they are like pitching me on this and they're like well, we really feel like the song is a good fit and we actually already worked up one of the spots do you want to watch it and i was like yeah sure they show it to me i'm ready to run through like a brick wall after this i'm like baseball uh and i, I wanted to stop them and be like i don't want to waste you guys time this is awesome it's not it you know it's not like a random silly product it's like sick baseball spots so i felt a little bit bad like the power dynamic i was like you know that i want to do this right you don't need, you don't need to all pitch me on this i'm in like, i'll take it. less money he starts negotiating <laughs> against himself you, you yeah. don't even need to use yeah. the song hey, guys you, you don't want yeah like, <laughs> like tell thomas red uh, don't use it it's you not good do this. uh would you play a little bit of sunday for us yes i'm gonna do, do you ne- play this acoustic because no. it's definitely a song on the record that's a hundred percent have never done this until this morning so if i mess it up apologies okay but here we'll, we go we'll ben go rector everybody you got me feeling like a sunday job you know what's interesting about you playing an acoustic is i some of those words i'd never heard because there's, there's a lot going on the version on the record there's and snoops on the song snoop and, snoop deal double g himself what was the baby blue line uh because i've never heard you that. got me feeling like the sky is baby blue and my blues are gone away it's honestly tbh don't know if it's r or all the way you have to sing it that high it's kind of both wait you don't know if it's but you wrote I know, and I, I couldn't tell which one felt better. So, just, uh, so do it, do that again, but let us figure out what it is. Go ahead. Okay. Well, it's usually in a higher key. So, you got me feeling like the skies are baby blue. Blues all gone away. It's, it blues is it blues are or blues all gone away? I don't know. Blues all gone away. Yeah, you, you know oh. that's for the person listening to define. Yeah, I heard R. Like. There you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Uh, a funny story. So, will you tell Amy about Snoop sending you the track and the the, the alterations you had to make? Oh man! So uh, Snoop 
I was like, I want to get Snoop Dogg on this song. I'm not an optimist. There's no reason that normal me would think that would happen. For whatever reason, I was like, he's going to do it. So we found his manager, talked to his manager. They're like, Snoop's got to like the song. I was like, great. He's going to love it again. Not like me. We figured out uh, compensation, which is a bit of a saga. Uh, And then I was like, hey, this needs to be clean. I have no illusions that Snoop Dogg knows about my fan base. I just like, he's probably like, yeah, cool song, whatever. And I'm like, listen, like there's some soccer moms listening no no swearing or anything it's like totally it'll be clean but the deal was he would only do it one time no redos which is tough for me but i was like we came all this way so uh it was while him and kevin hart were doing the olympics so it took him a little while to do it because he was doing that in the morning uh finally i get a text with the rap and i'm like i don't want to listen to it i woke up at like 7 15 to this text uh i go outside to my studio listen to it and the second line is about uh, him smoking weed, which <laughs> is not going to work for for my fan base or me. And I'm freaking out because I'm just like, I just paid Snoop Dogg a bunch of money to rap and I can't use it now. So I ended up rapping over his part, thinking like, I'll solve this. That'll be cool. You remember the line? His line or my yeah, line? Yeah, his. his. Uh, you got me feeling like Chick-fil-A was open on a Sunday, like they legalized weed and made it the National Blunt Day. What? <laughs> yes. What? Good rhyme. Yeah. And I immediately, and I was immediately just like, no. And so you know, I, I'm kind of freaking out. Uh, and I, I texted. I thought just my manager was on the text, but it was his manager, my manager. And I was like, you know, I don't remember what I said. I was like, this isn't clean. And his manager was like, what do you mean? And I was like, oh my gosh. So I thought we could just swap it out. And my lawyer was like, you can't do that. Like, you can't change his rap. He has to okay this. And I was like, oh my gosh. What if Snoop's like, yo, dude. I'm Snoop Dogg. I'm on the song. Take it or leave it. He was not like that, thankfully. So it's me and Snoop rapping together, NBD. But it was it, it, it was a saga. I, I felt bad for like a week. And I so was, clarify what you rapped over it. Uh, uh, you got me feeling like Chick-fil-A was open on a Sunday and I said, Snoop, I know we tried. It was closed. Wouldn't that be great? Oh. Do you want to hear it? Yeah. Ray, can you can you play a little bit of this for Amy? Chick-fil-A was open on a Sunday. Snoop, I know. We tried. It was closed. To be fair, his yeah. manager was like, dude, it's legal. It's, it's legal. And I was like, not here. It's still yeah. federally <laughs> illegal. Right. I don't, didn't, didn't know we had to talk about crimes. Uh, no, That's but cool, though, they, but he they, was they cool, cool enough to do that. Yeah, they, they, they were all super cool about it. And I think, honestly, it was just a genuine misunderstanding because I think he is like, no, dude, this is not a, it's not a thing. And, I, I, you know. In California, it's not a thing. But I was also just like some kind, you know, person with kids is not going to love that part of the song. Yeah. And I'm not going to. Hey, mommy, what's National Blunt Day? Right. <laughs> I, and, and I feel like it's such a curveball from me. I was just like, oh, no, this is bad. Yeah. All right. Final three questions are going to be personal ones. Question number one in your house. What is the favorite? What's your favorite picture? There's a picture of me and Jane. Uh, actually, no, I take that back. In Hillary and I's room, there's a picture of her and I on one of those, like, it's like swings with chains. They lift up in the sky and spin around, like at a carnival, of us doing that in France. And the guy in front of us took a picture, and we're, like, having a, having, having a blast. Uh, question two. Who is your hero? Oh, wow. Goodness Now, gracious. now. Who's your hero now? Right now. Yeah. I mean, I, I might say my dad. He's just a good man. Um that's probably what I would say. 
shout out to my dad. And and it, it's in, on brand with your song, What yeah. Makes a Man. Yeah. That's right. So yep. even if it's not, it's a good answer <laughs> Great. For, for this right now. I, I'm, I'm not good with superlatives. I don't know. And the final question, question number three, when was the last time you felt inspired to create something? Uh, in the last couple days, I listened to some good music and I felt for the first time that like spark of like, oh man, I want to do this again. I feel like usually at the beginning of a writing cycle, I'm a little bit like, I don't have anything to say. And then I'll hear something that I kind of like and immediately I'm like, oh, I want to do that. Do you want to shout out who that was you were listening to? We may it, like it too. It was a band called Parcels and um, I they're, they're kind of like a funk. They're really cool looking Australian guys that play funk music. They have an awesome aesthetic, which I don't. I'm like, oh man, I should get some cooler clothes. But mm. uh, really cool new record. <laughs> it's great. Before Ben came on, he goes, am I going to be on camera? Do, do something cool? And we were like, well, you're going to be on camera. So then he started using his hands a lot awkwardly. We were like, dude, just chill. We're gonna- I was, I was just going to take this tuner off the guitar. Oh, yeah. This go. is as cool as I can look. It's maxed out. <laughs> All right, Ben Rector. You guys follow him uh, on Instagram. It's Ben underscore Rector. Yeah. What's up? What's why? What's up? There's a British photographer that was an early adopter to Instagram. And I kinda, at this point, I want to message him and be like, hey, man, can I, can I take this from you? And I just haven't done that. Can you buy it? I don't. You know what? These are questions that I should be asking. Yeah. I've, just, I've, I've, I've given up. I've resigned to the fact that I have an underscore in it. I'm, I'm gonna, today, I'm going to message him. The new song, What Makes a Man with Thomas Red is out. You guys stream it. And uh, back on the road, spring probably next yeah, year. 23. All right, there you go. Ben Rector, uh, there he is. Nice job, guys. Thanks for having me. Nice job, guy. There he is. Nice job, guy. <laughs> All right, it's time for the news. Bobby's Big Stories. All right, here's the new scam. So what they do is they go on Twitter or Instagram. They try to find people with vacation photos. And then they find people you're connected to and call them and go, they're in jail and we know they're here. Let's say you went to Cabo. I don't even know what Cabo is. Where's Cabo? Mexico. Mexico. Okay, let's say you, get, say you go to Cabo and they can then find your grandma's number. Well, uh, hey, uh, Eddie's in Cabo and he's been arrested? What? Yeah, he's in Cabo and he was at this. So they have these details that a normal scammer just wouldn't have because they've gone to your pictures. And so don't fall for that they've been arrested scam. Unless it's somebody who gets in trouble a lot. Yeah. Fact <laughs> check that. Yeah, then it's kind of right. like, I don't know. It's, it's a roll of the dice. <laughs> but that's the yeah. new scam. That is from the Daily Mail. When dating, watch out for these signs. They can lead to a lazy marriage. Morgan, I'm talking to you here. Just watch for these signs. Okay. Number one, they leave a mess in a room without picking it up when they leave the room. Two, you never see them do household chores when they're at their house. Three, they go out and sleep in a lot. Four, they work less than 30 hours a week. Five, they prioritize their social life over their job. And six, they watch more than two hours of TV every single day. Morgan, does anything red flag here? No, those are all really You're solid all ones. And well, those are all good for my situation. If anyone were about to marry Lunchbox, that'd be trouble. Yeah, oh, I was about yeah. to say, it's all what's six. wrong with that? Yeah, all <laughs> six of these are pretty. <laughs> right in all right. Also in the news, the preacher said, I'm not worth your red lobster money. A Kansas City pastor berates what he calls his cheap congregation for not honoring him with a new watch. Dang. Yeah, he gives other preachers a bad name. What? Yeah, it is a bad one here. Uh, Yeah, so his name's Carlton Funderburk, pastor of a church at the well in Kansas City, was caught on video calling his congregation poor, broke, busted, and disgusted, although that's a funny put down. You're nothing but poor, broke, busted, and disgusted. (laughs) Not for the church, but that's like a funny one to throw out there on a real housewife or something. That's good. Uh, He berated his church members after claiming he still had not received an expensive Movado watch that he asked 
convinced them to buy him late last year. A Movado, which I, I don't even know what this is. I'm, I may be saying it wrong, ranges from 400 bucks to almost 4000 He did not indicate what specific watch he wanted. He said, I'm not worth your McDonald's money. I'm not worth your Red Lobster money. Let me kick down the door and talk to my cheap sons and daughters. Funderburk has since released an apology saying... The video clip does not reflect my harder sentiment toward God's people. Mm, okay. okay. All right. Oh, yeah. And you should apologize to Red Lobster. Yeah. Because you're not worth the Red Lobster money. We went once a year to Red Lobster. It's awesome. <laughs> uh, yeah, that ain't good. Carlton Funderburk. That is from the Daily Mail. USA Today has a story. Okay, they said, we need to hurry. These Georgia high school football players rescue a trapped woman in a car crash. You know what? If you're in a car crash, you'd probably like, of all the groups, people that could show up. That's like a high school team. or a college football oh, yeah. team. Because yeah. you know they're young and strong. A group of Georgia high school football players and friends are being called heroes. They jumped into action. They saved a one from a fiery crash. Lunchbox, tell me about this one. So they, it was like, I think it was right in front of their school, and they were the first one seen, and she was trapped inside. And so the big old muscle dudes start ripping off the passenger door to get her out because smoke it. is billowing from the car. And they were able to do that? Yeah, they were able to open it up and get her out. I know they got her out, but like they ripped the door open. Well, I don't know if they ripped it all the way off. Sell it, bro. But you Sell said it. that. Yeah, where's your one sound pull, effects? One pull. Yeah. Oh, oh, I am oh. home. Oh, yeah. Okay. I, I mean, anyway, so that's, that's that story. Uh, from the Lad Bible, experts warn... And this does not put me on the right track, apparently. To never spend longer than five minutes on the toilet. What? Five minutes? That's impossible. I spend five minutes, like, getting, ready. getting my spot. <laughs> yeah. Like, like get, get, you know, dialing in. Huh. Like, I'm on it, just kind of. My dog, he's got this little bed. And he'll go and he'll, like, scratch and, like, put a shoulder in and make his spot just right. That's what basically what I do on the toilet. <laughs> but they say... If you spend so much time on the toilet, it's going to be bad. It'll increase your risk of hemorrhoids. Uh-oh. And it goes through all the... i already been there too, bro. Mm. I got, That's probably why you were there, you know, though. I got a hemorrhoid from oh, the training, bike. overtraining. No, right. I tore my butt on the bike. That was when you were doing the triathlon, yeah. maybe? Yeah, overtraining. Butt injury. Yeah, running. Yeah. Running I got a list of butt injuries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Florida woman has the world's longest hair. It grows to 110 feet. Oh! That's crazy. That's from UPI. 110. Think about that. 110 feet. That's long. I couldn't do that if I tried. The Florida woman who holds the Guinness World Record for the longest lock said she now has reached over 110. She's 60 years old and she has the world record. And that's the deal. I mean. You can't wash that, right? She's probably celebrated for it. So why would she cut it? Like everywhere she goes, people want to talk to her about it. That's her thing. You know, why would you lose your thing? I guess. Right. But it's probably so much work because my hair, hair just breaks. American Airlines to purchase 20 supersonic aircraft. It'll go double the speed. That's, that sounds great. I don't want to be in the first couple rides. No. <laughs> it's like a roller coaster. Like, when they test those. Yeah, somebody else can do that. Yeah, I'm going to be back here for a second. I'm going to watch. You know, I got my COVID shot, but after some other people did it first. And I was like, all right. So, that's that. And that's it. That's the news. Thank you, guys. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. We are about to talk to Gary LaVox, lead singer of Rascal Flats who you may know from one of their 10 gabillion hits. For example, Life is a Highway. highway. Or Bless the Broken Road. But they are no more. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's right. He is now pursuing a solo career. He's got some pretty good songs. And this is his new song called Get Down Like That. Get a little bit more nitty gritty. Do some midnight fishing and some moonlight which, by the way, Thomas Rhett and Hardy wrote this song. I think it's pretty cool. But Gary LaVox, lead singer Rascal Flats, but they're no more. But he is still more. And here he is right now. Go. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Gary LaVox. Gary 
How's that? Oh, that's pretty. That's pretty close. It sounds a little more like Shay than me, but you know, yeah. that's close enough. You know how I do it. You know how I do it. I kind of hit those notes perfectly. What's up, buddy? What's up, brother? I got three quick questions before we get into the into the mix here. Number one, how many pair of Crocs do you think you own? I'm um, half a dozen at least. Yeah, he's got a different color. Depending on the day. We, when I saw him last week, let me say this about Gary Lavox, which, by the way, as big a superstar as you can be, millions of hits, billions of dollars, and he was doing me a solid and <laughs> coming out to my my. You know, TED Talk comedy show, and he was going to surprise the, the, the people in the audience. He was there two hours early. Megastar. It was for you. I, I hear you, but I couldn't believe it. You're such a good dude. In Crocs and basketball shorts, by the way, too, by the way. Um, so that's. Oh, bro, you know how we do it. That's question one. Number two, what's the most expensive thing you can buy without having to run it by your wife? Chick fil A. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> Other than that, I got to get approval. Okay, okay. And then finally, before we get into the real stuff here, what is your hardest hit to sing? Like forever, you'd always be like, oh, I got to really be on if I'm going to sing this one because it's difficult. And it wasn't even a hit, but when we would do uh, He Ain't the Leaving Kind, that song, because we would do it and bring the military out and then they would salute, but I knew I had to be on on that one because it, it gets up there at the end. Because we would do He Ain't the Leaving Kind and do Don't Stop Believing. Was that Journey? So I had to. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, so I kind of had to be on for that one. He ain't the leaving kind. It was harder to sing than Journey. Don't stop believing. Yeah, it gets up there because huh. it was in the same key. That's why the transition was so easy. Yeah, duh. I'm stupid. Duh. <laughs> I, I should have known that. Uh, listen, Gary's on for a couple reasons. One, because he's just my guy, and two, he's got a brand new song out today called "Get Down Like That." And I saw that a couple of the writers on this thing were Thomas Rhett and Hardy. So, how does that song, which these two massive superstar performers, how does that get to you? Rusty Gaston at Sony. I was like, man, I gotta have something different. I need some up tempo, uh, you know, because I've been with Sony for twenty some years, and they were like, you know, we signed Hardy. And I was like, really? And I said, well, do you have any? And he was like, I, I think I got something for you. So I was like, well, look through your roster and see who's really struggling and needs a hit. <laughs> so he picked Hardy, Thomas Rhett, yeah. Jesse Fraser, and Ashley Gorley. And so you get, and then so what is that process? They pit, they pitch you a song, and you go, "Yep, that's it." Then you go cut it, or do you have to like put a stamp on it and say, "I now it's now mine." What happens there? Yeah, he pitched it, and I was like, "Put it on hold. I'm cutting it for sure, hundred percent. I love it. I love the song." Welcome to Five Hundred Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. 
As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. We started talking about this incident. Drugs and uh, officials cover up. <laughs> you couldn't believe it. From iHeart Podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. A story about money, power, and corruption. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. There's no way that that guy's a doctor. I'm Paul Pringle, and I'm an investigative reporter for the LA Times. This is the story of an investigation that starts in a hotel room in Pasadena, California and reaches all the way to the top of two of the most powerful institutions in the city of Los Angeles. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. This is Fallen Angels, the story of California corruption. We're always going to have predators. It's the good people who stand by and do nothing that allow them to flourish. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everybody, welcome to Across Generations, where the voices of Black women unite in powerful conversations. I'm your host, Tiffany Cross. Tiffany Cross. I want you all to join me and be a part of sisterhood, friendship, wisdom, and laughter. In every episode, we gather a seasoned elder. But even with a child, there's no such thing as the wrong thing if you love them. Myself, as the middle generation... I don't feel like I have to get married yeah. at this big age in life, but it is a desire I have and something that I've navigated in dating and a vibrant young soul for engaging intergenerational conversations. I'm very jealous <laughs> of your generation yeah. that didn't have to deal with Instagram and that. Tinder. This is Across Generations, where Black women's voices unite, and together, you know how we do, we create magic. We create magic. Listen to Across Generations podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Go. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Gary LaVox. Hey, so you're out doing shows, Gary? Yep. On tour, and uh, I'll be in Montana, and then next week I'm in uh, Connecticut, Washington, Oregon, and then, uh, yeah, I'm touring the rest of the year. So for you, was it uh, you hadn't done it in so long since the Flats decided they weren't doing shows anymore, so was it pretty awesome to get back out there? Yeah, it's been good. So just, you know, cause I do all the, you know, all the flat sits and I do some of my new stuff and, you know, I just got, it was funny because I, I did my, that gospel EP because I always wanted to put it out. And uh, so it's called One on One. I just got nominated yesterday for uh, for a Dove Award for Country Bluegrass Gospel Album of the Year. I saw uh, Instagram with you and Jay Demarcus together. I don't know what you guys were doing. Uh, probably doing some stupid crap, but you know who knows what you guys were doing. But you were together and like, look at us. We're all together. We're together again. I mean, what? What? So, what does that? What does that mean? I mean, you're cousins, but what does that mean? We were at the same place at the same time. 
So you're saying you didn't see so, each other and run away? No, 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 we didn't. No. We just had been eating at the same place, and so. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we we talk. I mean, we're we're family, you know. So everything's good. He's doing his Red Street Records thing over there, and it is what it is, you know. We're just uh, just doing new stuff and moving on. I'm moving on, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you're doing these shows. You know, we got the 29th, 30th, 2nd, and the 4th in Oregon, Washington, two shows in Connecticut. But what's happening next year? Like, you're putting out new music. Like, are you going to, like, put out and consistently be on the road so people can see you perform these songs? Yep, consistently. I am back on tour. But does that mean, like, for the, this year? Are you doing more shows after September 4th? Yeah, I got, uh, I got a few in October, and then I've got a bunch in November. Yeah, and then I'm going out next year with the Raging Idiots, so... Oh really? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Hi- yeah. Hypothetically, let's say somebody was like, you know, I live in uh, Maine and I'd like to get Gary Lavox to come and sing two songs as my bride walks down the aisle. Hypothetically, okay. Let's. First of all, is that something that you would consider for the right price? Absolutely. And then, second of all, what's that price? Hypothetically. <laughs> well, if it's in Maine, it'd just be a lobster. And yeah. then we're good. Like unlimited lobsters? Yeah. I just, with so many love songs, I imagine that wedding market, like you just own it. It's like you guys and Dan and Shay. You own the wedding market, the love market. Yeah. <laughs> we're the official wedding singers. Do you know how many babies were made probably to your voice? Do you ever think about that? <laughs> oh, my. Yeah. You know, I do. Often. <laughs> <laughs> A lot. Okay. Look. Uh, Gary Lavox has got a brand new song out today called Get Down Like That. We just played it. I encourage you to go and stream the sucker. And if you love it, share it on your story. Tell your friends. And then go watch Gary. And you know what? If you feel like making a baby to his voice, have at it. You won't be the first. You won't be the last. You get that, down like that. that. Oh, that's right. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's right. Uh, that's right, yeah. Gary, good to, <laughs> just kidding. good to talk to you. Congratu- congratulations on the new song. And hopefully I'll see you soon, buddy. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on, man. I appreciate you. All right. There he is. Gary LeVox, everybody. Woo-hoo! Bye, Gary. See you all. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Pennsylvania. A 45-year-old man had a gun in his waistband right behind his back, and he's in the parking lot, and he's arguing with someone, and he goes to pull the gun. Boom! Shot himself in the butt. Oof. <laughs> At least it was the butt. That's a, there's a lot of meat there. You don't want to get shot in any, any of your meat parts. But if I'm going to pick a meat part, that's probably the meat part that I choose to get shot. Pick another spot I'd like to be shot. Go ahead. Not toe. You can't do toe or like pinky. Yeah. Like no yeah. fingertip or toe tip, because, but like a, a part of your body. Yeah. The butt? Forrest mm. Gump got shot there. He still rocks. The butt talks. Yeah. Just the butt, yeah. They said the stomach's good. Why is the stomach Because they, like, you don't die. Much, but there's too much stuff down want, there. No. I know, but you know, like if you're going to get caught, Who shot says somewhere. the stomach is good? Well, you know, I've when, never heard someone go, the stomach is good. When someone gets shot, they're like, it's okay. He got shot in the stomach. He'll live. What? I would choose like my shoulder. Oh, that'd be oh, so painful. No, no, no. Well, yeah, yeah painful, but stomach, I have so many organs Can we pick hair? Like, just graze the hair. That'd be tough for you, though, Eddie. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> That's rude. <laughs> All right, Lunchbox. I'm Lunchbox. That. That's your bonehead story of the day. Time for a movie review with Movie Mike. All right, what did you watch, Mike? I watched a movie called Vengeance. What is that? It's a dark comedy with BJ Novak. Can I watch Top Gun yet at my house? Not yet. All right. Thank you, Bones. Just go to the movies. I'm not going to the it's movies. It's still there. Go. I'm not going to the movies. Ugh. You heard me. I can't. People are too rude on their phones. They're lit up. They're <laughs> texting the whole time. They're talking to their friends. I, it's not for me. Okay. I don't want to go to the movies. What? Can I watch Elvis yet at my house? No, not All yet. Right, I, <laughs> you can go to the movies, though. Watch Elvis. Here's the thing. I don't want to go because okay. I've got the phones on. They're texting. <laughs> they're talking to their friends. 
So, Vengeance. Can I yeah. watch it in my house? Not yet. All right. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, so BJ Novak, who I like from The Office. Yeah. Okay, so what's it? what is it? So, he plays this podcaster who he gets a call saying that this girl he hooked up with died. So, he goes to West Texas to investigate a murder, and then he makes a podcast yeah. about it. Hmm. Only murders in the building-ish? Ish, yeah, like a movie version. Mo- just a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, I think we should do Movie Mike's movie review when I can watch it in my house. So he's got to wait till it's like yeah. released. So it's streaming. way delayed. It's way delayed. It gets <laughs> like three other months after. people like yeah. to go to the theater? I'm just not interested. Okay. Um, what's the rating there, Mike? I give it four out of five podcasts. Really? Yeah, I think you'd really like it. Oh. Uh, Ashton Kutcher's also in it and John Mayer. Do you oh. think if I watch it at home, though, I'd like it even more? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Gotta I'll wait till home, though. <laughs> I'll, I'll wait. I have some... Uh, Bucky's, you know what I had those Bucky's uh, nuggets? You ever had those? No. Beaver nuggets? Yeah. 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 Pretty solid. It's real beaver? No. No. Oh, they're just called that. Yes, they're sweet. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, Mikey, uh, four out of five for Vengeance. And then you can check out Movie Mike's Movie Podcast wherever you podcast and just search for Movie Mike. And Mike, what's on this week? It is books that should be movies someday. Bare Bones. Yeah. Oh, that'd be a good movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike, what was the book you think should be a movie? Uh, well, my wife. Picked a bunch of books. I don't read a whole lot. Okay, cool. All right, there he is. <laughs> movie Mike. Check it out. Movie Mike's movie podcast. Uh, head to bobbybones.com slash Vegas, and you can get a ticket to our daytime stage in Las Vegas, and you can watch Chase Rice from a private viewing area with the Bobby Bones show. Now, Scuba, well, how do they do that? It's not anybody who gets a ticket, right? No, so you have to be one of the first 50 people to go in, and you can use one of the keywords of either Lunchbox, Amy, Hoo-hoo. or Eddie. Well, he, he, what was the second one? He hoo-hooed over it. Uh, sorry, it's Amy, Lunchbox, and Eddie. Got it. And yes. so if you put one of those words in. Yes, yeah, so you get one of those 50 tickets while they're available. But you have to buy it. You have to buy it, yes, for $75. But okay. you get to see everybody that's performing that day, the daytime stage, but then Chase Rice with us. BobbyBones.com slash Vegas. Uh, only 50 spots. Get yours now. And the show is Saturday, September 24th. And you go there and you put in Amy, Lunchbox, or Eddie. And then you can... What if you don't want to go... You don't want to hang out with Amy, Lunchbox, or Eddie? Can you do nobody? <laughs> and you can just go to <laughs> the You can just go get a ticket, not at... But you can just yeah. buy normal yeah. tickets. You can yeah, buy normal yeah. tickets, yes, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But no, I think- I'm just asking. I mean, that's a good question, question to ask, yeah. Because, okay. I mean, what if it, what if they sell all 50 and people still want to go to the daytime stage? Yes, and you can still asking. buy regular tickets, correct, yeah. Okay. All right, well, check it out. Uh, bobbybones.com slash Vegas and put in Amy, Lunchbox, or Eddie. Is there a competition between these three, Scuba? No, there's a competition oh. between oh, okay. I don't care about that then. Okay. Oh, we should keep track. No, no, no. no. The company's like, well, you should do a competition against other morning shows. I'm like, I don't give a crap about other morning shows. <laughs> you said no, that? Yeah, that's no competition. We will just tell our listeners if they want to go, they can go. That's funny. I'm not yeah. doing a competition. It's not a, we're selling many Girl Scout cookies we can so I can get a little chair with an umbrella over it. <laughs> what this is happening right now. It's like when you tell, I bet you can't get my drink of water in 30 seconds. Go. That's what the company's doing to me. Uh-huh. This contest against other shows. Go. <laughs> yeah, I got your contest right here. But you can't see what I'm doing right they now. They should have made the keyword Bobby. I won't be there apparently. I'm not on the list here. Oh, man. Thank yeah, God. That's, that's how you found out? I ain't trying to go watch Chase Rice, so I'm good. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well, All right, we'll bobbybones.com. Oh yes, God. you'll be there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bobbybones.com slash <laughs> Vegas. Check it out. We'll see you guys. Uh, that's it for wow. today. What? Nothing, man. No, 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 no. That's hey, it for today. I, I heard there's a covered <laughs> area. Today. Like, it's going to be shaded with a bar. Air conditioner. <laughs> there right? you go. All right, we'll see you guys on Monday. <laughs> Bye, everybody. Bobby Bones is on. 
Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.